Hello and welcome to another episode of Between the Studs. We're here with Mark and Chris and no Lego Masters this week. Uh, the episode was pushed till Sunday to avoid baseball, so we don't have any episode to cover like normal. We'll be hopefully returning the, the following week with a double episode. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll divide it up. We'll figure it out as we go. But uh, today we've got another fun topic of conversation. This is much more involved with our day-to-day -day business here at Atlanta Brick Co. And uh, it's basically, we're going to be talking about BrickLink. And I think, um, you know, the inner workings of it, but also our pet peeves and some of the mm -hmm. issues that can arise when ordering Lego from many different individual sellers. So, uh, Chris, for those watching that are maybe new to the Lego scene, what is BrickLink to them? Well, BrickLink has been around for probably 20 years mm -hmm. now. Yes. And uh, it was started by a guy named Daniel Jessick, who mm -hmm. uh, was just a fan of Lego, just like us. And he created a marketplace to buy and sell Lego. But it, it's not just a marketplace to buy and sell Lego. It's kind of like a database yeah. where uh, you can look for pricing. Mm -hmm. They'll show you how much things sold for, what you can buy things for, what country it's in, who the seller is, the condition of the set. Um, and then color catalogs, like you can see, okay, how many, what different pieces came in trans light blue, mm -hmm. you know, and it'll show you that information. So it's just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, but for everybody, everybody uses it differently. Mm -hmm. um, I think we use it to the to the max. <laughs> yeah. If anyone knows BrickLink, it should be us, right? <laughs> some people just buy on there. Some people just sell on there. We use it to inventory our sets, our certified pre-owned sets. Mm -hmm. We use it to buy parts for those sets. Uh, and we use it to sell our extra parts. For sure, yeah. So yeah. we have a multitude of uses. Um, we've been using it for, I think it actually started. The Atlanta Bricko was a BrickLink store first. Is that correct? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Kinda so uh, we started at Brick Fair, Alabama, the first one, mm -hmm. um, really just trying to get rid of my Lego. Yeah. And I had so much fun, and all the other vendors bought my Lego. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, haven't you ever heard of BrickLink? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah you know. <laughs> 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 looking it up on my phone. Exactly. You know, and... And because I don't know, maybe I had, maybe I hadn't, but mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to remember. But uh, going back and looking at it, we once I discovered it, I was like, oh, I've got all these sealed sets. I can part it out and make 10 times my money. Mm -hmm. So I open up all these sealed sets and just all I, all I got to do is hit one button, mm -hmm. part out. Yeah. And, 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 then you, and then you look at it and then you hit the button and, and it lists all your parts from all your sets on BrickLink. Mm -hmm. And it's just that easy. It's amazing. But it's not just that easy. That's the problem. Yeah. So uh, all mine, I did that, right? Mm -hmm. I parted out all these sealed sets. And then I'm, I've got all these parts for sale on BrickLink, and people are buying these parts. And I'm like, okay, so this one's in this set. I guess I open up the set and pull the part out. And then orders start coming in more and more, and it's like, oh, I guess I got to open up this set. And I was like, this doesn't really work. <laughs> Starting to make a big mess of open sets, right? Yeah, yes. oh, exactly. Man. So I was like, well, I think I, I need to organize this a little better and, and put my parts in organization. Containers, and I started bags. doing that myself, and it just was not worth my time. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these parts you're never going to sell anyhow, and that, that yep. is one of the problems with BrickLink is that it's not eBay. It's mm -hmm. not an auction. Uh, we still have parts on BrickLink from 10 years ago that haven't sold. You're touching and sorting these parts and spending time on them, and you may never get your money out of them. Yeah, especially if it's a 10-cent part and mm -hmm. you, you know take time to pull that out of a set, put it on the, the wall of pieces that you have, and then list it. Is it worth that time? Yeah, to exactly. And a lot of a lot of parts are well back then they were like one cent. Mm -hmm. So yeah. ten cents was on the high side. <laughs> exactly, that was a valuable part back in yeah. ten years ago. So, yeah. um, part prices have gone up a bit since then. But I found uh, we had a missionary at our church, mm -hmm. and she was a missionary here in the United States from Guatemala, hmm. and uh, her husband was the preacher. 
And so she didn't have a job or anything like that. So I paid her a penny per piece mm-hmm. to sort them for me. There you go. I'd drop them off at her house. She'd sort them for me, and I'd get them back. And it was it was really good for me. Yeah. That was worth my time. Mm-hmm. However, I'm still paying a penny per part for parts that I may never see yeah. again. That might be sold for a yeah. penny per part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then mm-hmm. some of the orders you get, it's like uh, they pay ten cents for a part, mm-hmm. and it's like I got to spend all this time looking for that part. Yeah, you got to spend five own. minutes or even more than yeah. that looking for that part for on your wall. We have spent at least an hour looking for a ten cent part. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many times. Yeah, <laughs> and that is not uh, exactly efficient for your time. No, time is money. Yeah, when you're doing it for your mock or something like that, it's one thing. But when you're when you're doing it as a business, trying to make money as a business, and you're paying somebody else to to do it, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's tough. Bricklink yeah. is very a very it's a pennies game, and mm-hmm. it's very tough to make money. Yeah. Uh, selling out BrickLink. You talked about BrickLink a long time ago, prices being more affordable then, and um, would you say that it has gotten more competitive, more pennies, uh, you know, these bigger stores, they have bigger inventories, starting out might be more difficult, um, and then also just getting an account that uh, is qualified for selling, they've made it very difficult. I think that's a good thing for security reasons, but um, can you describe how it could be tricky if somebody was trying to start? For sure, yeah. You you do get a lot of scammers trying to start accounts and selling fake products or... Stuff they don't have, they're just trying to sell used parts as new and um, uh, you know, or there'll be I mean, you get people that are smokers that sell on BrickLink and you get your order and it's like... Get nasty pieces. You know, so... uh, just like eBay and all those other places, you, you and even Amazon, you get scammers that are starting accounts. So they do have to be uh, make it harder for you to open an account. And I I don't know how hard it is today, but back when I started, mm-hmm. it was my name and phone number. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my email address. Back in the good old days, yep. yeah. Now I'm sure there's a lot more restrictions. Like there's amount of feedback and things like that that are involved. So you have to be a, a patron of BrickLink longer than just signing up and selling. So. And it was moderator driven, user driven. So mm-hmm. users would submit pictures of product, uh, all that information, descriptions. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas now I I believe it's probably more Lego doing that. Yeah, BrickLink, yeah. the company, is now more directly involved with the making sure everything's mm-hmm. orderly on their site. So, I mean, they have, like, Lego pictures and stuff like that yeah. now versus just at-home pictures. So, yeah, things have changed a lot since... Uh, we should probably mention that uh, BrickLink was purchased by the Lego group between yeah. when you started and nowadays. So there's many changes come with that. I would say it's still a great source. It hasn't changed too much. Like, uh, the functionality of BrickLink is still essentially the same. Oh, course, yeah. Right? I mean, if you jumped on BrickLink now and you hadn't used it for 20 years, mm-hmm. it's, you probably wouldn't have a problem. It's more or less the same site. Yeah. Um, Hopefully vastly improved and more yeah. stuff, but yeah. So. Uh, so it was owned by Daniel Jessic's parents, and then they sold it to a gentleman out of South Korea, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then um, he is the one that actually started the first BrickLink designer program sets. Yes, which are pretty desirable yeah. items now yeah. since those Lowenstein Castle was one of them, right? And we've we got have it. it out on the shelf right now, but somebody just bought it today. There it's you go. It's still out there. You put a down payment on it. Okay, so okay. Gotcha. Right away. Yeah. Um, so uh, he started the BrickLink designer sets and then Lego bought it off mm-hmm. of him and I bet Lego got a deal on it. Yeah, for I mean, a lot of information. Yeah, so. I mean, look at what Lego, the kind of money they spend on stuff. They just bought that Pop Brain or whatever mm-hmm. educational thing. They're uh, reaching out into technology mm-hmm. and education and other f- fields of learning and play. So the, uh, BrickLink was an early acquisition of theirs, and I, I'm sure it was a pretty good deal because even members of the Lego community were discussing the possibility of pooling enough funds to buy it. And if individuals yeah. are, are capable of reaching that goal it probably was an easy purchase for one of the biggest toy companies in the world yeah so yeah and they really haven't put much into it they've just kind of maintained it which i'm very grateful for they could have shut it down yeah exactly we still have it we still use it but um yeah so we've talked about how you started with bricklink let's talk about what we do with bricklink now that our company's atlanta brickco has had a, a, a great couple of years 
Our, I mean, would you say that it's our store is bigger than ever, has more stuff mm -hmm. than ever? Our business model has changed, especially post pandemic. Yeah, so how do you use Bricklink now? So much. You know, we started out selling on eBay and Bricklink, mm -hmm. and now we, we've gotten off of eBay, and uh, we are really we've shifted for the past few years away from Bricklink and more to our own website mm -hmm. and in store. Yeah. So. Um, However, we buy more and more on Bricklink. Than ever before. Yeah. Let somebody else handle sorting parts. Yeah. We don't we don't need to do that. You don't want to play the, the pennies and dimes game of Bricklink. It's not fun. When we're we have a, yeah. a storefront that all these Bricklink stores don't have and mm -hmm. they don't have a big website and stuff like that. So we're doing what is beyond Bricklink now. Yeah. But yeah. we still use it in a different way, which is buying pieces. So why yeah. would we buy a lot of stuff on Bricklink now versus before? So Two reasons. Um, if we can't find a piece for a set that we're inventorying, one of our certified pre-owned sets, mm -hmm. if we can't find a piece, then we order it from Bricklink. Yep. And sometimes we have a, a rule. You're not really supposed to spend more than like five to ten minutes looking for a part. Yeah. Because at that point in time, we've lost money. Yeah. That The employee that's supposed to be sorting the set can't spend five minutes on every part. Otherwise... It's not worth the sort of set. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So uh, now we only certified pre-owned sets that are close to being complete. They're in good so shape. So hopefully yeah. there's not very many parts they have to replace or find anyhow. Mm -hmm. um, so if we can't find that part, then we have to order it from Bricklink. Yeah. So. And we what we do is we create wanted lists and we try to order multiple parts at the same time so that we can save money on shipping because exactly. i mean most of these parts are like what you got a 20 cent part yeah or maybe then, a dollar at most and yeah. then five dollars shipping <laughs> the shipping is many times worth the part in most cases yeah. sometimes there's a really rare part that you need mm -hmm. and it's expensive but yeah and there are there's a lot of bricklink users uh shipping is i can't blame them for it they charge you more money than uh it costs them uh, however, it, shipping costs money. You, you know? have to round up for packaging supplies yeah. and other we, stuff. We have a shipping manager. We mm -hmm. pay her an hourly wage. We, we spend thousands of dollars on boxes, on bubble envelopes, mm -hmm. bubble on, wrap, um, flyers to put in there. Yep. So, yeah, it's, uh, the shipping stuff is very expensive. So I don't blame them for upcharging on yep. shipping. Um, but it just adds costs. Yeah. You, you have to be strategic yeah. when buying so much so that shipping isn't as big a factor into the price of what you're already trying to acquire. So. The other thing we're using Bricklink for is we do make our own sets. Mm -hmm. So we create a wanted list for each of our own sets. So yes. let's say, for instance, the Demigorgon. Um, we have a wanted list for him, and then when we reorder Demigorgon parts to make more kits, we let's say we want 200 more kits. We take those parts, times them by two, create a new wanted list, and then order off of that wanted list. Gotcha. So yeah. it, it almost is like a way to reorder uh, the inventory of those sets that we mm -hmm. sell exclusively at our store. So, yeah. 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 And we have gotten into uh, commission building sets mm -hmm. for customers. So kind of like we make our own sets for ourselves, we're making sets for corporations. Yeah. Um, their corporate logo, uh, maybe vehicles or something with their logo on it. Mm -hmm. um, and that is probably where we spend most of our money on yeah. Bricklink. So we are, because of our knowledge of Bricklink and the, our, mm -hmm. the, knowing how the inner workings of it, knowing how to get these pieces for the best rates, which one's designed for, uh, we're able to provide a service for people who want to create a number of different Lego builds for employees yeah. or customers or whatever mm -hmm. and we're able to fill that need be just because of knowing how to use the website knowing how to organize everything ordering parts on a bricklink for multiple wanted lists mm -hmm. uh in volume is logistically challenging yeah and it takes a lot of logistics so uh what i'll try to do is order parts for multiple wanted lists at the same time so i have to go to 
my wanted lists when I'm in a store, mm -hmm. look for uh, the part that I'm looking for, and then I have to go uncheck all my wanted lists and select just the wanted list that I need parts for. I think we have, I, had, I didn't look, but I think we have like 50 wanted lists. Right now, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, look to see if I can order more parts, but here's the challenge. They, that part might be like twice the price in that store. Mm -hmm. So I can't just go click order it. I have to go open a new window, look to see if that's a reasonable price for that item. Yeah, it's not <laughs> overcharging it. Yeah, so. yeah there's, uh, prices are all over the place on Bricklink. Some mm -hmm. people have high prices because they listed that part 10 years ago, and mm -hmm. that was a rare part 10 years ago. But now it's not. Yeah, you know, it's so common now. It might so. be overpriced, mm -hmm. uh, or they might have underpriced because they listed it ten years ago and it was worth a penny, and now it's yeah worth a dollar worth yeah. more money. So prices are all over the board. And then you have part people that don't want to sell their Lego, mm -hmm. or they know how hard Bricklink is to organize parts and go dig out parts to yep. their orders. So uh, they just throw crazy numbers out there, and if somebody buys it, it's like, oh hey. Sure. Yep. I've seen that. that I've seen, uh, you know, $5 minifigures for $50 on there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's a little excessive. They must yeah. just, like, have a store for store's sake. So. And it is, I think, for some people, it's like, this. that's their collection. Mm -hmm. And that's how they keep track of their collection. Could be. And if somebody, and that's the price they're willing to part with that minifigure yeah. for. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, that's, that's the nice thing about Bricklink. You can charge yeah. whatever you want for your items. It's great. Yeah. But one of the... One of the comments I get from people who have recently started using BrickLink is it can be overwhelming or even hard to navigate. You probably agree with that sentiment if you were to start out using it nowadays. I don't. I Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Having used it for as long as we have, it's kind of second nature, right? Yeah. But if you're starting yeah. out, it could be really challenging. So uh, take some time to... F navigate everything, practice, find where the wanted lists are, all the settings. And it's totally worth every bit of your time yes. figuring it out. Yeah. We, we have a lot of older gentlemen especially who mm -hmm. just don't like software in, in general. They're not computery, as and you say. So. they want us to create a wanted list for them, basically. They give us a, a lot of customers just want to send us a list of parts, and mm -hmm. they want us to fill it. Yeah. And... If you're paying somebody to fill your part list, yeah, do that that little. You're talking three, four times more money than because then now I have to pay somebody to fill your part list, mm -hmm. and we have to buy that part if we don't have it. Yeah, and you know, and then we have to look up each individual part to see how much it's going to cost, and then this is what we're going to charge you, and then they say, oh, it's too much money. And it's like, well, we just spent an hour <laughs> looking yeah. up each of your parts. We had a, a, a couple of our employees work to fill that out. So. Yeah, so it, it just doesn't really work mm -hmm. giving us a parts list to fill for you. Yeah. Uh, that is up to the individual Lego user yeah. to learn how to use BrickLink, create a wanted list, and order your parts from there. And it opens up a world of opportunity for parts and mm -hmm. being able to complete mocks. They even have uh, software where you could learn instructions, how to build things, and you know the um, stud.io stud we use all the time for instructions yeah. and set design. So there's BrickLink is amazing. So yeah. please learn it. It so is overwhelming. Stud.io is where you you basically build a Lego set mm -hmm. virtually. Yeah, and then it's creating the instructions in the background. Exactly, and that's how we make our instructions. And before that, there were L, there was Eldraw, mm -hmm. and there was other ones too. I liked that. Eldraw was fine. It worked fine. It was a, a you know, that kind of technology has a bit of a learning curve. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, Stud.io was actually fairly straightforward as far as using it. It's just a few little settings and things when you're outputting those instructions, you have to kind of get used to. But yeah, and it's it's an amazing software. It's so, awesome. And then from Stud.io, you can export your wanted list into mm -hmm. Bricklick. And then just buy it. So. And then just buy it. Yeah. That's great. And and just buying it isn't that easy. Yeah. You have to still look at all the prices, <laughs> yeah. open those new tabs, like you're saying. So. Mm -hmm. But that's another integral part of things that we'd like to do for part of our business model. But yeah, so, mm -hmm. it, and for at home, I know that, for example, one of our friends, uh, Dana Nudson, he, mm -hmm. Lug Ambassador in Atlanta, and he uses it pretty much exclusively to design his, his models before he builds them. And that mm -hmm. way he knows if he has all the parts or not. And so he's taken it to a really extensive level, so that's really cool. He is a computer guy, though. Ex oh, yeah. He's very yeah. techy, very yeah. uh, familiar with the web website as well. So there's uh, advantages to having that knowledge of BrickLink 
in your back pocket as a legal mm -hmm. fan. So yeah, so we uh, we've trained a few people customers mm -hmm. how to use Bricklink and have pushed them to Bricklink. Some of them don't want anything to do with it, and it's like, here, take my money. I'll give you. 10 times what I should mm -hmm. because, and you order it for me. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yep. <laughs> we'll order we'll, it for we'll still do it most of the time, but mm -hmm. yeah, we try to encourage people to learn. So, yeah. yeah. So you would ask me earlier today, you were like, uh, do you think we spend as much on Bricklink as we sell mm -hmm. on Bricklink? And uh, I ran the numbers. There you go. Yep. And I've got the numbers from the past 60 days. Okay. On Bricklink. It's good. We have sold $1,856 worth of Lego and 171 orders. Yeah. So that's a, so not bad. So 60 days, 171 orders, that's about three orders a day. Mm -hmm. We used to get about 10 orders a day uh, when we first started. And when we were kind of more... Um, Invested in it versus yeah. now we yeah. kind of deprioritize it. That I mean, Bricklink was our business model. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we got space for our first warehouse space, our first storefront space, and um, our first employees, which was John Snyder and his brother Alex. Yeah, uh, to fill orders for us. Mm -hmm. So uh, we did get our start on Bricklink, but we have totally moved away from it. Yeah, um, because it is so challenging. It's now just a kind of small part mm -hmm. of many things that we do now. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so given that information, 171 orders received, how many orders do you think we've placed? Well, now that I know it's more, it's got to be a good chunk more. I would say like 200 in the last 60 days. Is that Guys, actually, we've placed 851 orders. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much more we're spending. So eight times, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Eight yeah. Eight, almost eight times. Wow. Uh, and that's just in the past 60 days. <laughs> that's insane. So, uh, let me get my calculator out. I don't want to show how stupid I am here. This is 851 weird. divided by 60 is 14 orders a day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're probably one of the top users on Bricklink. Period. I don't know. I, don't know. I feel I like know. that's got to be a record or something. So let's talk, let's talk dollars. <laughs> so we... Uh, you said it was 1,000-ish We, in we sales. made... $1,856 on BrickLink in revenue. And that's not what we made. That was just revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think we spent? Well, so if we did eight times as many orders as we did sales, just kind of averaging it out, would that be like 8,000 sounds like too much to me, but is that, uh, what, what's, what's the total number? Well, the past two months, yeah. since September 2nd, mm -hmm. we've spent 20,000 over Twenty thousand dollars <laughs> on Bricklink. Just on Bricklink. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That used to be like a, a, a postal worker salary a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So um, that's the volume that we're actually doing on Bricklink. That's insane. Yeah. That is intense. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's all going into completing our certified pre-owned sets, mm -hmm. uh, commission building for customers. And those will be big orders, right? Yeah. So, yeah, commission building sets for customers and then our own sets. Yeah. So when we do make our own sets, we make hundreds of them at a time and we're yeah. spending a lot of money. Pretty big those. order uh, yeah. quantities, right? So, yeah. In fact, we had uh, one of the people we bought parts from, you know, we're, we had to create over 400 of one set. Yeah. Okay. So it's a lot of the same parts that we're ordering mm -hmm. in volume. And the uh, person we were buying from sent us a message and said, hey, you know, it's not very nice to buy up all our, our parts and then just resell them for more money on Bricklink. And I was like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do not want to do that. Yeah, That's, no. That people do do that, though. Yeah, well, actually, we can talk about that. Having, you know, we're buying these vast quantities, and it mm -hmm. could appear, like, one of the practices we don't like on BrickLink, where um, parts in large bulk volume numbers can be more expensive because... Yes. Yeah, so that's actually, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, should probably mention that. That's yeah. what we run into all the time, is if we need uh, one 2 by 2 red brick, Mm -hmm. It might be ten cents. Yeah, right. It should be theoretically. If we need to buy ten thousand, mm -hmm. well, you've got to buy you know multiple orders possibly, yep. or just all from one person. So you, then you're looking at 
okay, who has a thousand or more of this brick? Mm-hmm. Or who has 10,000 of this brick? Yeah. And that's when you start paying more money per part. Yeah. So, you know, now we're up to 20, 30 cents per brick. Mm-hmm. And this is only a 10 cent part, but it's not really a 10 cent part when you need 10,000 of them. Yeah. Right. It becomes more valuable <clears throat> the more they have in the inventory. Yeah. So, so it's so more desirable. Customers, in, in, in general, you say, okay, well, if I order more sets, then You'll my price should go down, right? Yeah. And it actually doesn't work that way. It's very much the opposite <laughs> for bricklink pieces. Yeah. And it's yeah. so hard to explain that to a customer because mm-hmm. they're not familiar with bricklink. Yeah. So it is, it's weird. It's yeah. very strange. And we have had customers uh, buy buy us out of our bulk parts mm-hmm. and then turn around and sell them on their web their bricklink store for four times what they paid for them yeah and they're that one person that has all of it in bulk exactly right? no one else has more than a hundred of them on bricklink yeah. because they've purchased a lot of them yeah, yeah. and um i'm not gonna say any names or who it is yeah. you know who you are right? <laughs> <laughs> if they're watching but uh that's uh, so one of our biggest Commission builds, the first ones we did was the blood vessel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And this is uh, had to have been about four years ago because we were in our old building. Yeah. And um, we needed all those red two-by-four mm-hmm. bricks. Uh, I think we might have used 50,000 red two-by-four bricks. It, yeah, at least like 30,000, I'm yeah. guessing, because it was like a lot. Just two-by-fours alone. Yeah, it was mostly two-by-fours. And what was crazy is we actually had... That many mm-hmm. had being the the past tense. This guy had just bought all those bricks from us, and we shipped them out nine cents a piece. I remember mm-hmm. it was nine cents each. I we get the the commission bill, and it's like, oh, we need all these red two by four bricks now. I go to buy them, and he's got them. He's the only one that has volume for thirty cents and or so. Yeah. Thirty cents a piece, and I'm like. Those are mine. What are you doing? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the downsides uh, of a free market situation so like Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was so frustrated. Uh, yeah. Well, mm. th- th- yeah. So that can be a problem if you're ordering yeah. in that very insane amount of pieces. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of unusual to order more than a thousand pieces of something mm-hmm. unless you're building a really large mock or a commission or a sculpture or something. So typically you're not really going to run into that issue, but businesses in our shoes mm-hmm. definitely do. Uh, so. Brick Mania runs into the same problems a lot. Because they're buying pieces yeah. for their custom sets all so the time. Usually so usually each run of their sets will be limited editions because mm-hmm. they can only get so many parts because they'll buy up all the parts for that set on BrickLink that have them in bulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not worth it for somebody like them or us to buy one part from one person. I mean, the shipping it's alone, just, yeah, it's so. insane. So yeah. they buy up all the parts from somebody, and then they can't get that part anymore. It's no longer available, mm-hmm. um, so they can't make that set anymore. Yeah. So that's why they have them in exclusive amounts. Exactly. Yeah. So buying all these orders has has there been patterns or issues that you've run into that you would like to describe for the people who would be oh, yeah. buying on oh, yeah. BrickLink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you are spend- when you are spending this much money, so that's, uh, here, let's get the calculator back out here. Um, that is 851 orders in 60 days, uh, 15, 15 orders a day. Mm-hmm, roughly, <laughs> yeah. Roughly. So you're getting 15 orders a day coming in the mail, mm-hmm. right? And... It, it's like okay, so you're From getting thousands of stores across the country and the world. So, yeah. yeah. So I actually one of those orders came in and it smelled like cigarette smoke. Mm-hmm. But this order came from Lego. Legos, bricks and pieces. It was a bricks and pieces order, mm-hmm. like this. This wasn't the order. It was, it was in the Lego bag and everything. Yeah, right? it was. I, and I think it was right during their transition last spring where. Started shipping out of a different warehouse in Illinois, mm-hmm. and maybe you know there was just some crossover, some little window where they didn't get uh, things going right. Mm-hmm. And came in, and I opened the box, and it was awful. It smelled like smoke. Bricklink orders typically do not smell like smoke. They're yeah. actually pretty good mm-hmm. uh, as far as scent goes. Um, but uh, the way people pack their orders. Uh, really is one of my pet peeves, and that's what I really wanted to talk about yeah. on this 
podcast. You really wanted to share is, some of the things. It's just yeah. like, ah, I really want to air my grievances <laughs> with the way people pack orders. We're here for it, Chris. And this is it. <laughs> some of them are these big shippers, you know. Yeah. So when you're when you're receiving, I'm your customer, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to make me happy. Yeah. So why mix all these parts together in here when I just have to sort them back out? Yeah. So they're sorted on Lego's end. And this was from Lego, not Brickling. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're sorted on Lego's end. Any Bricklink store should have their parts sorted. Yeah. So why not keep it sorted so that I don't have to sort it again? Mm-hmm. You know, they're basically they're unsorting all that work. Yeah, and creating, and a creating work yeah. for me on their customer's end. Why do that, you know? And they'll actually scuff the bricks together. They, they will be less new condition because they're rubbing against each other. And, and that's funny you say that because this was a bricks and pieces order, and bricks and pieces always ships like this. Yeah. They'll throw everything in one bag, no matter how many you order. Here's, <laughs> an, here's another one. This is just a awful, oops, awful example. I mean, look at that. It's all the same, like... High quantities of the same part, same color, which makes it harder to sort. Yep, tiles and And plates. they just throw them all together. And what's funny is we actually don't order off bricks and pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that last, maybe once a year we'll do it. Yeah. That was last spring. Mm-hmm. Um, we get these, people bring them in because the Atlanta has the post office auctions. Mm-hmm. So these are all orders that people never actually got. Yeah. Don't say their name, but look, there's their name and address of the yep. person who ordered Somewhere this. in the United States, <laughs> the order didn't make it. That's too bad. So, so people will do these um, post office auctions mm-hmm. here in Atlanta, and they'll get Lego, bricks and pieces orders, and they'll bring them in yep. and sell them to us. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, so yeah, people on BrickLink, they'll mix all the parts together, mm-hmm. and, and then you have to go and unsort them yeah a lot of work especially when you're getting this many orders in yeah that's always a very bad sign when you just get a gallon bag full of random pieces and yeah. you're like oh my goodness what do i what do i even start i have to sort this now the correct way to do it and we we've learned this over the years mm-hmm. is to you know you could if you, there's like no one wants to open a bag that has one part in it either mm-hmm. so don't individually bag it, all these one part things you could put two to five of the same part in the same bag mm-hmm. if there's only one or two of each order. That's not a big deal. Yeah. It actually saves the customer time when they're opening just one bag to take all these unique parts out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In but small doses. If yeah. they've got if they've ordered five or more of a part, mm-hmm. it should be in its own bag. Yeah. And separated so that they don't have to go through and unsort all those things. Yeah. And it, like you said, it protects the bricks from getting scratched. Exactly. If you're selling new items, you do need to be careful about mm-hmm. the condition that they're you know, being sent in. And, yeah. and to your point, uh, I've gotten orders, and, and we've actually had to train our employees not to do this, where you're putting one part in the bag, and you, then you have, imagine you ordered uh, you know, a couple hundred pieces, mm-hmm. two or three hundred pieces. You get two hundred, two or three hundred small, tiny plastic bags. And you have to open each one. That's maddening. It's you know? <laughs> maddening. So it, it really is. We had. I gave. Uh, we have people that want to volunteer for store credit. I mm-hmm. gave them um, a big bulk bin of Lego to bring home and sort in a particular way. Yeah. And he didn't follow instructions, and he put one piece in one sandwich bag in an entire bin. So. It's still sitting back there. It's been back there for years. Mm-hmm. I haven't wanted... I'm so mad still today. I have not wanted to pay somebody to open up each sandwich bag, which are big bags, Yeah. For to dump out this one Lego piece. It's so maddening. Yeah, that is not worth uh, anybody's time. It's just too much... Yeah. Too much sorting can be a problem, too. So. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's another problem with BrickLink is just the sorting and how many times we touch pieces Mm -hmm. it's you know when you're looking at actually paying employees to fill orders you know you you get those pieces in you usually get them from part parting out sets or pieces or something like that and um you've got to sort it you've got to put it away on the wall and sort it Mm -hmm. you've got to pull it again when you sell it um and then uh somebody checks the order i think we could touch a piece six or seven times before it actually is sold yeah and i mean how much money are you really making at that point exactly so it's an amazing phenomenon yeah our bricklink store 
to me has been like a necessary evil mm-hmm. in that we are our own biggest customer probably because we have we always have those parts we can go yeah use because as you see we're a big bricklink we're customer. more of a buyer than a seller yeah. on bricklink yeah have been for a while so so um back to receiving orders though yeah um i wish i had examples because but i i it drives me crazy when I get them, so I kind of fix it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I really hate is when they take your parts and they use a heat sealer. Yes, there's. It's not a Ziploc. It's a sealed bag. Yeah, yeah. but there there's multiple sorted parts in pouches like that have been heat, but they're separated with this heat seal. Mm-hmm. So you open one bag. And then you got to dump those parts out while you've got this string of pouches hanging from it. And then you open another one, but wait, oh, it ripped open the one beside it too. And now you've got a mixing together. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's very hard. It, just use Ziplocs. Open a Ziploc bag, shut a Ziploc bag. Yep. They're Reusable. not that expensive. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're they're very affordable. The machine that seals those bags is probably more expensive than just spending the extra few cents yeah. on the resealable bags. And so. they, you know what? The pouches look nice. You get your order. They're all separated and mm-hmm. it's like, oh wow, that's professional. Right? Yeah. It's annoying. It's professional if you do it once. Yeah. If you have to open that package many, many, many times, it could be very annoying. So repetitive. I don't like the heat sealing at mm-hmm. all. Um, this one's not necessarily a pet peeve. It's just funny, but <laughs> how people reuse Lego bags. Yes, that's amusing. Yeah, <laughs> the, that's with the Lego set bags. Exactly. You, you see, step two or step <laughs> yeah. five, and they uh, either tape it shut or they heat seal it shut. Yes, I've had those before yeah. too. So. and it's that's not annoying. It's I mean, recycling. It's that's recycling. Good. It's fine. It just again, Ziploc bags are just so cheap. You know. Yeah. And then if you do need to open it and take a part out then you've got to pour it into a ziploc bag because Mm -hmm. you can't reseal it yeah you know so yeah just ziploc bags are the way to go yeah exactly so Uh, a lot of problems with anything more than a single order mm -hmm. once you get past ziploc bags (laughs) yeah so i would say only about half of our orders i'm actually happy with receiving Mm -hmm. the way that they're packaged yeah Yeah. there's when you just when you're mixing parts uh, especially in bulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've, I'll spend hours trying to unsort those parts. Yeah. Uh, and then that was something. I've got this big long list of things to do today. I didn't plan on doing that. <laughs> you know, it just kind of exactly. interrupts your whole day. Like we've said a couple times, time is money. Mm-hmm. And if you have to work on an order of a few hundred parts that you got and make it make sense, that's wasting you as the customer's yeah. time. So, yeah. Yeah. And then you can sell uh, used parts on BrickLink, mm-hmm. and you mark it as a used part. Yeah. People do quite often. They and I did this too at the beginning. Is uh, I would go list something on it, it defaults to. You can choose whether it defaults to new or used. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I went and listed uh, something as used, it defaulted to new because that's really all I list is new parts. Yeah. So then you're listing a used part and it defaulted to new by accident. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people doing that. Yeah. Uh, making that mistake, especially when it comes to sets. They'll yeah, sets, minifigures, yep. And it's like, why is that set so cheap? And then you click on it and look at it. Uh, it's a used set. Yeah. They just don't realize what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't sell used parts on BrickLink because all used parts are different. Yeah. Uh, some of them are chewed up and... Uh, they just need to be thrown away. Mm-hmm. Some of them are discolored. They're not able to be used anymore. Yeah. Know, so so uh, we really try not to order used parts, especially mm-hmm. for our own kits. And when we do, when, we, when we're that desperate and we can't find that part in quantity, we'll, u- we'll order used parts. And we're always disappointed with the condition. They're always very used. Yeah. You know? It has to be like new for most mm-hmm. of the stuff that we're doing, whether it's a commission, a set, or an uh, inventory set. Yeah. And so if, if the part arrives and there's little dings in it and nicks in it, we can't use it. And so mm-hmm. it has to be like new or new. So, yeah. Um, another thing I run into when I'm 
a lot of times I'll bring sets home to inventory myself mm-hmm. uh, as far as our own kits go. So like yeah. our Demi-Gorgon, I'll, I'll bring them home and I'll sort out the pieces. I like sorting and doing stuff like that while I'm watching TV. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've got all these parts I've ordered off BrickLink and I'm just kind of putting them in and, and all of a sudden I'm, it's supposed to be a one by 2 plate modified with clip on the side yep. and it's the clip on the end mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it in and I just glance oh that's the wrong part oh yep. you know <laughs> and it's somebody messed up yep. and it's you know when I would have the Guatemalan missionary sort my parts for me she made mistakes mm-hmm. yes yeah, most people do yeah so. most people do and that's another thing that you just have to really keep an eye on so mm-hmm. uh we get the wrong parts in our orders a lot. And by the time you've paid for shipping, you've waited a week for it to get there, sometimes it's not worth mentioning. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, But other times when you're getting something from Europe and you've waited a month. Yeah, it's like, oh man, you gotta get a refund or something. Yeah, yeah, they get a refund on it. Mm -hmm. And we do get the wrong colors a lot. Um, It's hard to, it is hard. I get it. It's very hard to, to ship the right items. Mm-hmm. We run into that all the time. As long as they're uh, ready and willing to, you know, admit and make up for their mistakes. Most stores that you're buying from are have been around the block. They mm-hmm. have good feedback. They're making sure that their customers are happy. So they'll usually be able to do a refund or even ship the right part, mm-hmm. um, de- depending on the price. If it's a $0.10 cent part, usually there's no shipping involved. It's just they give you a refund. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they'll make it right uh, most cases for sure. So Definitely. Yeah. Now, um, when you were talking about getting the wrong type of piece, and you also mentioned color a little bit too, mm-hmm. are, there's probably a couple, a handful of problem colors. Like, I'm thinking pearl gold as an example and oh, versus metallic yeah. gold, where yeah. it's like Lego themselves don't even know what they made for that year, whether it was a type of gold or a different type of gold or a different type of silver. There's like, I don't know how many types of different gold and silvers out there. Those are, and there's more than that too. So when you run into that and you're ordering pieces and they have to match another piece or a set that had a specific color, we run into that problem all the time too, don't we? Yeah, we, we had that happen recently and yeah. it ties up. So it's, it was like me, you, Daniel, Angie, and we're all looking at these two pearl golds, I believe it was, mm-hmm. or was it metallic gold? <laughs> Some sort of very... Uh, uh, gray area of color. It was, so, yeah. yeah, it was pearl gold or metallic gold. And we're looking at this and we're like, what, it, you know, the bag we got was mixed and you mm-hmm. could look at it and you could see two different colors. Yep. So we did our research and what, what came up was two totally different shades of metallic gold or pearl gold, but they're both still named the same color yep. even though they look very different and they were probably made in different years too so like yep. so, some colors are made some years and some newer mixes have different shades to them and or, even different factories or it could be different factories yeah, yeah. So. so that's uh all challenging stuff even getting the right color i mean l- lavender medium lavender light lavender bright light all the lavender. azures yeah <laughs> i mean it's yeah. like there's bright light dark azure i mean there's yeah. like all these different When we first started, uh, you know, our employees were making mistakes shipping the wrong colors out. So Ed made a color chart and I never really paid much attention to it. Mm -hmm. But uh, about a year or two had gone by and I was looking at it and I was like, this is wrong. It's wildly inaccurate. We've been using (laughs) this totally wrong color chart that Ed made a lot. He took the pieces and he glued them on there and they... (laughs) Labeled everything. Labeled with a nice label. You didn't write it down. Everything was label printed on there. It's so funny. We still have that down in the basement, I'm sure. Is it? Somewhere tucked away. That. Yeah. Yeah. Ed's first color chart. Yeah. yeah. Primary. Ed's primary colors. Um, so it's a... Uh, and then when you're looking at it on the computer screen, mm-hmm. it's not easy to it's all the identify same. the shades. Yeah. So uh, a few of us are experts, uh, you, Angie, Daniel. Daniel, for sure, yeah. Um, but nobody's perfect. So yep. what I like to do if I'm looking for a specific color is I'll, I'll look at what set it came in. Yes. And then we have, basic, chances are we have that set. Mm-hmm. I'll go find that set, look at that part, out of the set and say, yeah, this is that color. Yeah, that's the really the only way for me to 
know 100% I'm getting the right color. You gotta have a point of reference for those weird colors. Make sure you're getting the right colors mm -hmm. that you're ordering. You're putting them online to sell. You have to make sure it's correct. So a lot of errors and problems that can arise there. For sure. And Lego sends the wrong parts. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Pieces orders. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So. Um, when um, BrickLink was taken over by LEGO, they did a few small changes, a few of which were changing the names of colors because mm. BrickLink had its own name for every color. And most of them overlapped with LEGO, but some of them didn't. And they had their own name for every part, too. And they had to change it to the way LEGO did it because LEGO had to be official. Mm. So um, not only was there the legacy names for all these colors and parts, but also the official LEGO ones. So not only was there two different types, but now they've converted over, and now some terms don't even exist anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's made things even more confusing when describing it to each other in the store in layman's terms. So it's just yeah. a whole other level I know, of like complexity. And yeah, and flesh start to get in intertwined. Exactly, so. and, and it's it's almost like which one you're more familiar with is what you're going to use. So I'll I'll talk to people who have a Lego, you know, system background, not a Bricklink background, and they'll be talking about colors, and I'm just like. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Yeah. I don't know that color. So, yeah, fun stuff for sure. Lots of complexity when using BrickLink and ordering pieces for whatever you may be doing. So. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I don't like about BrickLink is that people can, when they do create store names, they can make your their store names sound just like yours. So there, yeah. there is another Atlanta Brick company out there that's mm -hmm. been around for a long time. Yeah, and we're Atlanta Brick Co. Yes, and they just, just CEO. Yeah. they open one up, Atlanta Brick Company. You can't stop them. And it's really like people have thought that they were ordering from us, and they weren't. Mm -hmm. And I, th I don't think they're in business anymore. But yeah, yeah they have. Th that's the problem with BrickLink is, is because you're creating accounts. Every single digit, letter, number, character mm -hmm. is different, and so yeah, you can have that problem. So. so we have a large BrickLink seller down the street from us, mm -hmm. and he is literally like two miles away from our store. He's about a mile away from my house, and mm -hmm. he does it out of his garage. And he is a uh, very successful store, Rob the Builder, mm -hmm. uh, username Hypertrophy. Yeah. And uh, it was at first, when I first heard about him, I was like, oh, competition. Oh, oh no, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was a few years ago. And one, a big buyer, like uh, uh, Battlebrick Customs, mm -hmm. was buying parts from us a lot to, for his kits. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I buy from another guy down there, and it looks like he's really close to you. And I'm like, no, nah, there's no BrickLink sellers near here. Mm -hmm. I would know who he is. Yeah. Well, it turned out he had moved up from Florida mm -hmm. and settled right down the street. In our neighborhood, yeah. Pure coincidence. Pure mm -hmm. coincidence. And um, he does a great job running his store. Uh, his tagline is parts man, parts machine. Mm -hmm. And yep. w so... We've actually come to a relationship where when we need parts, we can get it. Like, I can actually go over to there and get them from his house, or yeah. he can run them in. He often drops day. them off, yeah. Yeah, so. and he's actually a large store. Mm -hmm. So he's got bulk parts and, and stock. Do you think he has more parts than our current Brickling store? I don't know. Probably in the noise. Pro probably, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we've... we've uh, we're, we haven't added anything to BrickLink in, in a while. over a year, yeah. maybe longer. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, so we used to have uh, over a million parts. We used to be the largest BrickLink store in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, we're no longer even close. Yeah. Um, uh, we are down to 628,000 items, mm -hmm. uh, down from well over a million. It was like 1.2 million. Um, and I was going to ask you, what do you think we have the most of? Any one Ooh. part? Any one part category? Is it uh, plates? No. Ooh. It's bricks. Bricks, okay, okay. That makes bricks, sense. not yeah. brick modified. Just plain bricks. Just plain bricks wow. we have the most of. And that's yeah. because we... Uh, when we order stuff in bulk for commission projects, we mm -hmm. have the leftover items because you have to order. You really have to order like a lot more than you think you're going to need because yeah. you just never know. You can't uh, be in week the end, the last week of building a commission project, <laughs> run out of pieces, and run out of yeah. pieces. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think we use bricks the most for that for like sculpting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll have we have these huge bulk brick bins down there. So we've got eighty six thousand bricks. Mm -hmm. 
that are just plain bricks on BrickLink. Yeah. And then we've got a actually we have a lot more stacked up that we've been meaning to put on BrickLink and we haven't yeah. gotten around to it. Other things have taken precedence for a while, yeah. like commissions and uh, if, stores. If we sales, actually updated so. our inventory, we'd have over a million probably pieces on yeah. there, probably. Yeah. Um, and then, so what do you think second highest is? Well, if it wasn't plates first, bricks was first. I'm guessing either bricks modified or plates modified. That's a good guess, Oof, but you're wrong. wrong. Oh. Plate round. Okay, 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 plate round. And you know why. Studs, probably. Because of studs. Yeah, one by yeah. one. I love bulk studs. Mm -hmm. They're, it's so uh, cleansing to look. It's almost like you're looking at the water. Yeah. You know, you're, you're looking sand. at just, yeah. yeah, you're just looking at this big bin of here's red, here's yellow, here's blue, here's green. Mm -hmm. It's very, very satisfying to yes. look at. Um, we have a, a couple bags of different colors down there that we still sell. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we, we and they're easy to add up with a scale that counts weight. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. So we use a counting scale to count our pieces. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't imagine what we would do without it. Because um, we've had that pretty early in our BrickLink adventure. We figured out we needed that versus counting yeah, stuff out. So. We've had that for years. And actually, we've had a, a, a real official scale calibration company come in and calibrate it. And a couple times. He actually right. showed me, he's a friend of mine, he showed me how to calibrate it because it does get out of calibration a mm -hmm. lot. But, it's um, like a piano, you have to tune it. That's a must-have. I can't imagine a BrickLink store not having one of those. Yeah. And I do know a lot of people use them. Yeah. Um, Most of the larger stores have got to be using that mm -hmm. uh, device to uh, yeah. keep count. So. Um, yeah, that's a good good point that you bring up there. The mm -hmm. uh, What is the third most... So bricks, plate round. Is it brick modified? You wanted to say that. You also wanted to say plate modified. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm striking out over here. Wow. What's the third category? Tiles. Of course, yes. 58,000 tiles. I bet you have a lot of those one-by-one one round eye tiles in there. Yeah, We yes. have a lot of those. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why, but we, we do have a lot of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's another good category. Yeah, people always need tiles, and that's mm -hmm. a good thing to have um, brick links, so that's good. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I want you to get one here. I got to get one. All right. This is the last chance, because okay. it's the last one I wrote down. Okay. All right. Fourth most. Fourth most. So, bricks... Plain bricks, plate round, mm -hmm. not plate modified because that has clips and other Correct. things on it. You have tiles, and then you have, uh, I want to say it's either brick modified or plate modified, but I've been going wrong. It's one of those two. I bet you we have plate modified. Okay, I'm going to tell you it's not one of those two. Okay, okay. Let me guess something else. Um, ooh, is it accessories for minifigures? No, no, no. no we don't it's have just plates. Just plates. Oh, just, plates. just regular plates. Yeah, just regular oh. plates. Yeah, square that makes sense. plates. Square plates, not rounded, you know, not wedged. Edged, edged plates. Yeah, yeah. Well, I struck yeah. out completely, but that's okay. So. <laughs> we have forty-nine thousand plates, and I think one of the reasons that is is because you've got. If you're looking at plate modified, you're pretty much just talking about your smaller plates. clips and brackets, and whereas yeah. with plates in general, you've got. Uh, one by one, one by two, one by three, one by four. There's uh, more. Two yeah. buys, three buys, mm -hmm. now four buys, six by plates, yep. uh, even 16 by 16 plates. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, those add up. Um, what is unique about our BrickLink store uh, right now is we've got some non-production parts on there. Yes, the colors. Yeah, yeah, we do have most of them on our website, but we have a couple of them on our Mm -hmm. Bricklink store, and we've had them on there for a long time. We've acquired them from friends of ours. From, yeah, from usually they'll come from a master builder that's able to get them yeah. for special things for their Lego projects. Mm -hmm. uh, they order them from Lego. They're parts that Lego doesn't make in a specific color. Yeah. We stopped putting them on Bricklink, and we're actually putting them on our website now. So on our website, we have a lot of these non-production parts. And a little section in our store, too. Yeah. You can come see them, And so. in the store. It's kind of, it's really neat to have these parts because mm -hmm. uh, they're so unique 
to just consider that Lego has never put them in sets before. Yeah, and probably never will for some mm -hmm. of them because some of those colors are weird and rare. So, yeah. yeah, and we get we do get a lot of questions. People are like, "Hey, uh, Lego never made this part. How could you have a thousand of them in your store?" And it's like, "Oh, well, let me tell you." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's Lego. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you know it's Lego? Well, it says Lego on it. Yeah. Well, how do you know it's not fake? It's like, well, it's got not. it from somebody connected with Lego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the best yeah. we can do. So. One of them that is in our Bricklink store now that we do sell a lot of is a one by one uh, reddish brown plate modified mm -hmm. with that clip, uh, vertical clip. Exactly. On it. And that didn't come in any sets. Yeah. Though, so. And we we got thousands of them. I think they're like four bucks each. Yeah. Because they never made. And they sell yeah. really regularly. Um, yep. We used to sell a bunch of, was it a brown 2 by 8 brick, something like that, mm. that was also pretty weird and rare. We so. sold out of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Duplo pieces, we have bulk Duplo bricks. Mm -hmm. Guess how many bulk Duplo pieces we have? Just the number? These are brand new pieces, yeah. How many pieces do we have total? 600,000? Uh, 628,000. It's got to be a few thousand. Um, Twenty or thirty thousand? Twenty thousand, you guys! Hey! <laughs> right. I got one of the questions <laughs> right. I'm so proud of myself. That's Twenty thousand duplo pieces. They're big. You know, duplo pieces are big pieces. That's so. a volume. That is volume. Yeah. So That's awesome. Uh, future plans for our Bricklink store mm -hmm. is to completely take off all normal pieces off of Bricklink and move them to our Shopify store. Yeah. Uh, our our website. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what Shopify is. It's just a platform that our website, the e-commerce yeah. platform that our website is ATLbrick.com. We want to put them yeah. on there. So we, we want to sell our own parts and pieces on our website. And that way we can also have a really cool store display where mm -hmm. you're looking at clear bins. We've already bought the bins. Uh, you're looking at these clear bins just full of kind of like what we were talking about with the studs. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing just bulk lego parts and all these clear bins and it's like i want that 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 and that yeah and then we People, can just check them out on our website you know so yeah, yeah check them out on on our uh point of sale system mm -hmm. and take them out of inventory so that is we have the shelving we have everything we need to do it we just don't have the time yeah we don't have the time to set it up implement it and, and we're also still a little limited on space here yeah. so well, we'll work something out. We are, and some people are going to be excited about this. I know you are. We're mm -hmm. getting rid of the non-Lego section. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. For Mega Block sets, forget about it. It's been winding down for a few years yeah. now, so we'll, it'll... We've we'll been be trying to wind it down. Yeah. It's hard, because people keep bringing them in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like... We keep getting Halo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Uh, hopefully after Christmas, we'll have some time to to make that transition, but I'm really excited about it. I That'd think be it's going to be fun. Um, the other thing I did want to add is that um, Bricklink does not have sealed bags from actual brand new Lego sets. Mm -hmm. We can't list those. Well, we can't list them, but we also can't identify them either. Yeah. So uh, that's one reason why they might not have them as mm -hmm. a category, uh, because we have thousands of sealed bags from Lego sets that mm -hmm. we just get in bulk collections. Yeah. And some of them are really good. Some of them are just plain and normal. Yeah. But if you've, a lot of times people will get sealed sets that are missing a bag. Mm -hmm. How do you replace that bag? You, we, it's hard to find out. You yeah. can't. Mm -hmm. You can't. And Bricklink is the place to have those sealed bags cataloged so that you can go and order them and list them. Hopefully one day that information will be there, but... Yeah. yeah, it'll be hard. You know, you would have to... Since they never labeled the, their bags mm -hmm. by set, you'd have to um, have one of those apps that, like... AI identifying. Yeah, yeah. it identifies mm -hmm. all the parts that yeah. are in there and says that could be this set or this set. Because mm -hmm. um, right now, it just takes too long trying to identify yeah. the bags. Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that was a pretty detailed tour of Bricklink and our experiences with it. Is there mm -hmm. any other points that we wanted to touch on before we rounded this up? Um, no, I just uh, I I want to impress upon our listeners how valuable a tool Bricklink is. Yes, uh, especially for buying. Oh yeah, and uh, the fact that we are trying to move away from it 
kind of tells you something about selling on there. Yeah, it's not easy to sell. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy to make money. Um, so I would think twice about doing it, uh, especially a lot of people who want to sell on their Lego or mm -hmm. go into the business of selling Lego is that what do you enjoy spending your time doing? Building, do you enjoy building Lego sets? Because if you do and you try to start selling Lego, you'll never have time to build again. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to be counting pieces and it's not quite sorting. as fun. If so. you're selling on p parts on BrickLink, you're just going to be sorting and, um, and pulling pieces. And if you like sorting, that's one yeah. thing. But if you if you just love Lego, that mm -hmm. having a BrickLink store might not yeah. be the best option. Yeah. Just as, a, as a word of advice. So, yeah. If And then you will also, if you do like building, you will steal parts from yourself. And to have to take that out of your inventory every time, mm -hmm. we, we've done that. Uh, we used to do it more, yeah, but we, now we don't do it so we often. We used to have a BrickLink wall in our old space behind the counter, and we would just steal parts off that. It was All a the nightmare time, for keeping it was track. Like, Did yeah. you take it off Brooklyn? Did you take it off Brooklyn? Oh, no, no. No. It, yeah. it's, and, and then you got to look it up and take it off. And it was mm -hmm. hard. It was not practical. So that's why we kind of had to hide it in mm -hmm. the basement. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we will continue to use BrickLink extensively for purchasing mm -hmm. parts and... Uh, and research and inventory. Exactly. If you yeah. have not experienced BrickLink, please, by all means, we would encourage you to check it out. Mm -hmm. it, it will change your LEGO AFOL life if you are a, a familiar customer with BrickLink. So That's um, a good point. Exactly. Well, yeah. thank you guys so much for listening to our long tour of BrickLink and its policies and idiosyncrasies and details. Uh, we'll be back with more awesome LEGO content starting next week. We'll be back with LEGO Masters, other good stuff. Um, live streams all week. So don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.